0: Hi and welcome to another Kirky Free Sermons podcast. Pastor Josh, it's good to be behind the mic with you again. i agree yeah it's been a while it's been a while a little bit of life been happening so here we are we're finally behind the mics together and we have a little something special for today but most importantly i've been thinking about this Mm -hmm. i know it's not easter but if i handed you a chocolate easter bunny right now Mm -hmm. what end would you start eating that little bunny from I'd probably say the ears. I think that's that's what I would have guessed. Mm -hmm. I think that's the standard answer. Oh, that's
1: the standard. Well, I
0: think so. I've been asking my, I asked my kids that this week. Uh, One of them said the head. I was like, you sure you're not going to start with the ears? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The ears. Yeah. (laughs) I think one did say the the tail. Okay. The fluffy little tail. Sure. But there's really no way to know.
1: White chocolate,
0: milk, dark.
1: Yeah. Uh, I prefer dark chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. What what about you? Yeah, I do as well. I'll go for white, but uh, milk's Uh probably my least favorite. Yeah, I would agree.
0: I, although I'm not a big fan of white chocolate either. Okay, yeah, yeah. Today we're going to do something special. Josh, I, I think I mentioned this to you. You were preparing to speak at the Memorial Day event here in Kirkoven, which it's it's been All a couple right. of weeks ago now. But uh, I mentioned to you that these small towns, they do this Memorial Day stuff right. They do these great little services. They get a big group of people together the high school band is there Mm -hmm. the high school choir is there they've got uh the legion post is usually there they do a a a salute you know like a 21 gun salute sort of a deal yeah and so they do it right and it's Uh kind of it's an interesting and and fun time yeah and it's unique what'd you think you you did you read your is this
1: your first one it was yeah. yeah and i couldn't ask for a better year to do it um one in the sense we haven't done it in a year, and things. I think people were eager to come out. Yeah. Plus, it was a beautiful Memorial Day, which I've yeah. heard it's a gamble. It can it be is. rainy and nasty, yep, or nice, and it was the latter, so that was a blessing. That's awesome, um, yeah. But I like the um, the personal history behind it. Because mm-hmm. it's not just we honor Memorial Day, but particularly there's a lot of veterans uh, mm-hmm. from this town. Small this area, town, right? but a lot of them, isn't there? There was. Yep. And a lot of names that we knew, so it was kind of neat to hear that. Yep. Um, some people you forgot, oh yeah, they, they served too. You know, um, yep. A couple that are still, or just recently passed, or mm-hmm. I can't remember if there's any still living. Well, no, I think they all would have passed if they were listed, right?
0: Well, Civil War for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those guys have passed. But yeah, I think we've got a few that are still living in our area. But uh, yeah, if if they're listed, they've passed, they've passed right. at least at least the way that we do it here. OK, yep. right, right. Yeah, it's interesting to hear that list and just think, wow, what an impact, particularly, uh, you know, for here, World War Two. There was a lot of yeah. a lot of people serving. Yeah. And that's quite a deal. So, sure. Yeah, it's a fun event. It's uh, I, I should say fun, meaning it's just different. It, mm-hmm. it is. It's. Mm-hmm kind of unique you only do it once a year yeah. and uh i think that that they do a really nice job of it and it's uh it's good to get yourself in that frame of mind and and kind of there's a humility that comes with it
1: yeah for sure for sure when you think about what those uh men and women put themselves through or the risks they took and uh the reality of that coming home was not a guarantee so yeah, uh, yeah. it definitely gives you the right perspective a little bit and uh, I, I began, we had a prayer time um, just to kind of begin things at the service. And I read from Ecclesiastes on that morning, uh, there's a time for everything under mm-hmm. the sun. And it ends with, there's a time for war and a time for peace. And, yeah, you know, we think how blessed we are to be in a time of peace. And we have been for quite a while. Yeah. Um, there's been some conflict, which I think we're going to always expect, but not a, a total war. This country, all are drafted and so forth and yep. like that. So yeah, we're, we're blessed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you spoke at that event, you gave the, I, what would you call it? The, uh,
1: the pastoral address. Yeah, they call it the Memorial day address. So, okay. uh, uh, I took it from there. I was thinking how to approach that. And mm-hmm. anyways, I think there's probably many ways in which you could do it, but, uh, yeah, I, I a thought came to mind. We were talking a little bit mm-hmm. and, uh, that kind of spurred some, um, reflection in my mind and i anyway things came together one by one and here this is what i what i got for us
0: that's great so. i wasn't there so this is my first
1: time here yeah it, right and
0: i'm excited to hear it <laughs> okay. so let's get into today's message josh is going to give us essentially the same speech that he gave at memorial day this year i'll do my best all right go ahead josh <laughs> okay
1: Good morning, Kirk Oven. I'm Pastor Josh, and I serve at the E-Free Church here in town. My family and I have been here for a few years now, and we're just glad to to be a part of it and to serve uh, this community in the ways we can. And uh, we're here to to honor um, those who have served and continue to serve this great country. So happy Memorial Day to all of you, and especially to our service members. God's grace and peace to you. Well, in the next few minutes, I'd like to talk to you about two significant dates and the battles that took place on both of them, um, both of which signified a decisive turn in the conflict in which they were involved. But what more, the victories are epitomized, they're symbolized by the men who valiantly and selflessly gave of themselves to really changed the course of history. And so we remember them today. Uh, the first, it was June 6th, 1944, a day which many of you will re- immediately recall as D-Day when the U.S., as along with British and Canadian forces, began a land invasion of German-occupied France during World War II. Army medic Ray Lambert was stationed at the front of a Higgins boat as it approached the beaches. The sight up ahead, he said, was grim. There were many slain men that could be seen on the shore. And as soon as the landing craft's ramp opened on his boat, a bullet slammed through his elbow. But this did not stop Ray from continuing. To his right, he immediately saw a man drowning with all of his equipment on. It was the first person that Ray would help that day. He went on to save 15 other men. He kept going even as shrapnel ripped through his thigh. On one occasion, Ray and another man he was trying to save became pinned by the ramp of another U.S. boat that had landed. And at that moment, he said, I prayed to God, give me one more chance to save this man's life. The ramp miraculously lifted, and he saved his man, but in the process, his own back was broken. He managed to drag himself to shore, where he then lost consciousness. Well, Ray, like many other World War II survivors, tells his story very reluctantly. In an interview, he said, I I felt, you know, there's, there's someone who will say, gee, Ray thinks he was such a great hero, or something like that. I'm not, he said. You know, I'm just, I'm a veteran. Well, Lambert, who passed away just, well, it would be two months ago now, on April 9th, 2021, at 100 years old. Think of that. He said that even on that day, the day they were landing on Normandy's beaches, that the soldiers understood that the Normandy invasion was pivotal To winning the war. We knew, he said, this was either a do or die situation. So that's the first date to remember, June 6th, 1944. It was not the end of the war, not by a long shot, but that beachhead secured the victory that was to come. In a way, it began to turn the tide of that war. Okay. Now the second, April 3rd, AD. 33. Many of you might not jog that date to your memory, but I know that it's a day that you are familiar with. In fact, it means more to us than all the other outcomes of all the other wars that have ever happened. In fact, you could say this that all the other wars of our great nation and others are reminders or echoes or reverbs of this war. And the war that I'm talking about is about the war against God. And hanging in the balance, though they are largely unaware of it, are the souls of every human being. So think of this, you are in this war. And if that's not bad enough, the Bible says that we have joined the enemy's campaign. Now, I know we like to think of ourselves, especially as Americans, as the good guys, the the right guys, the guys who stand up for others, and that's not to say that God hasn't used this nation for great ways. Uh, We have, but remember this, that God has also used very godless nations like Babylon or like Rome. In fact, the Bible says that we're not right individually before God, that all of us have sinned, that all of us like sheep have gone astray and that on account of these sins, the wrath of God is coming. That's Colossians 3, verse 6. So what a, re- a realization that you didn't maybe didn't realize, but when you sinned, you enlisted yourself in the enemy's army. You became enemies of God with Satan. We're on the losing side. But on April 3rd, AD The Son of God came, and he fought. And here's the wonder of it. He didn't fight against us. He fought for us. Now let that sink in. In all other human wars, people fight for their side. Jesus fought for those who were opposed to him, to save people from their own rebellion against himself. So God didn't say, you know what, you got yourself into this mess, now deal with it. Here I come. He said, you got yourself into this mess, but I'm going to make for you a way out of it. So you see, what happened on that day? Well, another soldier valiantly, selflessly stormed the beach, the beach that we were on, fighting to get us out and get this, we fought against him. Our whips tore through his flesh, but he kept going. Our thorns pressed down upon his head, but he did not waver. Our mockery clothed him. Our spit anointed him, but Jesus did not stop. Our nails rammed through his hands and his feet, but still he did not succumb. And finally, his perfect life was selflessly offered on the tree until all the wrath of God against our sin was absorbed. You say, what happened on that day? Well, the Bible says that the record that stood against us, if you put it this way, the warrant for our arrest, for our war crimes, our treachery against God, God nailed this to the cross as Jesus died. The mount we call Calvary, you can think of it this way, is our Normandy because of the selfless and valiant love of Jesus Christ, the the kingdom of God secured a beachhead that day. And no, the war is not over. But what it means is the coming victory is certain. Christ has been raised. So what Normandy meant for World War II, the cross and resurrection of Jesus, means for us, for the forgiveness of our treachery and crimes against God. So it is... It's fitting when you think about it that we gather together this day at a cemetery. It evokes two responses, and I'll end with this. Uh, number one, we should give thanks for the ones that are in these graves, men like Ray Lambert. So we should give thanks, give thanks for these men who gave of their lives, but you need to give your heart to the one, to the only one who beat the grave. You give your allegiance, your service, your lives to Jesus because he alone will lead you and me to our ultimate victory. Let's pray. Father God, I just want to thank you for men that you have given us, Lord, who have in the spirit of Christ given of themselves, Thank you for Ray Lambert. Thank you for the members of this community in days past that gave of themselves, Lord, um, that we could enjoy our freedoms today and uh, it would be a disservice for us to forget. But Father, we thank you that most of all, you sent your son to do what no one else would do, loved us when we were your enemies and gave himself. So we thank you for Jesus, the son of God, who fought for us. Oh, Lord. May we not spurn that or turn our heads away, but bow the knee and give our humble thanks and lives and our praise to Him and to Him alone. Thank you that He will lead us to ultimate victory. That's His name we pray. Amen.
0: This message was brought to you by the Kirkoven Evangelical Free Church of Kirkoven, Minnesota. If you'd like to get in contact with us, please email us at kirkefree at gmail.com. That's k-e-r-k-e-free at gmail.com.